basically what we do. Welcome to another episode of Threads of Enlightenment. As usual, I cannot wait for this conversation because we tried this once before. Blair and I tried this and we we're having some difficulties. So I'm excited about this because I, uh, from our last conversation, the things that he was saying was so powerful. And so I'm excited for you, the audience, and for me as well. Uh, Blair, I want to thank you for coming to Threads of Enlightenment because I know that you're coming with a couple of things that I deem important and valuable is your time. And thank you so much for coming and sharing that valuable commodity. The other is your journey because it housed who you are and made you who you are. It housed who you were, but it made you who you are today. And thank you for coming and enlightening us, um, so, uh, just giving us some of those threads so that we can all grow and become better human spirits. Thank you for coming to Threads. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Thank you, sir. Tell them what you have given birth so far as a result of your journey. And I tell people the journey is there to introduce ourselves to us, number one, and to make us pregnant to deliver things. Talk to them about those things that you have uh, given birth to so far, because I know that will change as you continue to grow and evolve. You bet. Um, well, I, I'm a I'm an author, YouTuber. Um, I uh, I like to call myself an ordinary mystic, a seeker and um, discoverer of spirit. Um, I've written five now six books on the subject of meditation, mindfulness, manifestation, law of prosperity, uh, law of attraction. Um, and, uh, it's, it's, uh, it, it, this, this journey as an author is not something that I really planned for. Uh, it's the right hand turn that I ended up taking about six years ago from the path uh, yeah. that I was on. Um, I had taken a, a sizable promotion, uh, to move from east coast to the west coast uh in san diego uh, with a organization that was focused on consulting with businesses and small business administration uh, provided our funds um assistant state director uh in california uh, for this program only to find that my boss for the first time ever uh was terrible uh really psychopathic um wow running the program into the ground, abusing employees, um, um, misappropriating funds. Um, and after a year, I just, I, I just couldn't take it anymore. I mean, I couldn't let her do what she was doing, especially with my um, fellow employees. I mean, it was just terrible what was going on. So I did a, um, a, a whistleblowing, if you will. I, I went to the uh, people who were supposed to be watching over the program and not doing a very good job of that uh, and let them know what was going on. Um, mm -hmm. And investigation was done. She was fired, but they fired me too. They said I was mm -hmm. a troublemaker, which often <laughs> happens as it turns out for people who do whistleblowing uh, activity Yeah, uh, because it exposed them. Um, yes. and in, in response, I was just devastated. I mean, it was, you know, it was the 25 year career, um, 
uh, I was my job. Uh, my ego was out to here uh, about yeah. being a leader and a manager and a, all of that. Um, and uh, it was it was just a, a, a devastating blow. And um, in response, what I did was to take a deep dive into my meditation practice. I'd started doing mm-hmm. yoga about, oh gosh, 45 years ago when I first moved to the Bay Area um, uh, and uh, meditation. Um, and really as therapy, I began to write a um, yeah. journal uh, and uh, writing down my, <clears throat> my thoughts um, and, and uh, um, my experiences and so forth. Um, and found myself, interestingly enough, in an unexpected way, um, making soul contact with my higher consciousness. Wow. So I've become a firm believer that we are all eternal beings. Uh, we're eternal beings occupying very complicated biomechanical vehicles with yeah. an onboard computer that's constantly chattering in our ears about the past yeah. and the future and worrying about survival. Um, and um, began to realize that there was a whole different world out there. Uh, yeah. uh, in actually in here um that that was um um, soul-based that was uh my uh, literally that part of myself that had been waiting for many for the whole lifetime really to for me to wake up to it and to allow it into my life um so as a result of that uh you know i wrote sometimes i would sit and write i'd write for an hour and it would be like spirit was just flowing through me onto the keyboard and onto the screen. Uh, sometimes I wouldn't even uh, remember what I, I would go back and look and wow, that's pretty, yeah. mm, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> um, and, and, and decided uh, after about 100,000, 150,000 words that I had something of value that I yeah. could share with others. Uh, and that was the impetus really for the books that I've written, the um, you know, the articles that I've written, the uh, podcasts that I've participated participated in. Um, it's it's really the the outgrowth of that experience of illumination uh, is how yeah, I yeah. would uh, term it. Um, and um, here we are today. Yeah, I call it I call it uh, Blair the day of visitation. I think we mentioned in, in the onset that we live in a state of automatic. Um, existence if you will most of us and until we have a day of visitation i call it that day when our world began to crumble and it's upside down and that comes in different formats um, diseases uh, loss of job broken relationship whatever however it comes but i think it comes to as you said introduce us to that soul that has been sitting there waiting to have this conversation and uh we once we are in that space that's that's the space i call enlightenment and to me enlightenment means that you and i have an opportunity to become better students of ourselves as we become the perpetual investigator is another terminology that i use when talking about beginning that journey because we're going to ask ourselves how did i get here what why is this, you know, there are things happening inside. I need to look in to find. And that's the beginning of the journey. It's in a beautiful space to be. 
challenging because we're going to talk about those challenges that come up as yes. you begin to um, figure out ways to manage yourself. But you had a couple of tools that you had um, you were familiar with. The first was meditation, and we're going to go back into that. And the other is journaling that um, declaring, um, I think, when we do things like that, uh, we release all those things that were sitting inside of us, which gives opportunity, like you said, when we get into that flow, that information comes uh, so naturally because we have actually uh, uh, released all those things that were there and we were able to get the new information. And sometimes I know exactly what you mean. When you finish writing, you look back and you go, I, I, I wrote that? How, how yes. you know? I don't know how that happened. And so right. you are downloading the new stuff. So I want to go back there as to what we do here is to revisit your life. Talk to us as to your childhood, because I believe that's the place where we start getting our programming um, from our family, society, religion, all the other entities outside are trying to program you and I to say, this is how you ought to think, behave, and all of those things. Uh, talk to us about your family, your first place of resident, uh, residence, if you will, being with your family. We then usher going into school and all the other location by which we reside. So talk to us about your sure. family situation. Okay, sure. Well, <clears throat> I grew up in, in the uh, um, rural south um, mm. in North Carolina. Um, my father was an architect, my mother a nurse, and ultimately a, um, an administrator. Um, and, you know, fairly, fairly, quote, normal family for the 50s. Um, yeah. Um, a loving family, uh, brothers, a sister. Um, but like you say, um, from the very beginning, I, f I feel like I was programmed, if you will, or hypnotized is the word that yes. I like to use, hypnotized yeah. by the culture. Mm -hmm. um, by the culture of my family, by the culture of my community, by the culture of being a human on planet Earth. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like to refer that to that as three-dimensional reality. Yeah. Um, we get born into three-dimensional reality. Um, we're programmed from the beginning uh, to um, uh, to be a, a human being, uh, to be a, depending on all sorts of things, um, what would be considered normal in, in some fashion. Yeah. And there's, there's not a whole lot of <clears throat> alternative thinking. So I grew up, grew up in the <clears throat> Lutheran church. Um, and, um, you know, that was an influence, yeah. but my, my parents, my teachers, my spiritual leaders, none knew anything about five-dimensional reality. None knew anything yeah. about, really, about spirit. None yeah. knew anything about the kingdom of heaven within, uh, yeah. as, as Jesus called it. Um, I never heard a sermon on that subject because yeah. my spiritual leaders didn't know what that meant. Yeah. So they yeah. weren't about to talk about that. I mean, it, it was... Uh, uh, in some ways uh, sad, but, you know, it's not that long since we were in 
we were cave people. It's not yeah. that long since we were fairly um, uh, indoctrinated into survival with these puny little bodies and against, uh, you know, uh, fangs and teeth and so forth. And so from yeah. the very beginning, uh, we've been afraid, scared, yeah. uh, and like I said, I, I indoctrinated. Yeah. So that awakening um, that I had really was about opening up to fifth dimensional reality. Um, well, my how first old experience, you, um, Blair, when, as you said, the opening, uh, the awakening began in, in yes. you, uh, how old were you when you began to see that there is a, or understand, if you will, there is something right. else? Yeah. Um, I was 22 uh, mm -hmm. and I'd moved from North Carolina to San Francisco. Um, I'd start, I, I, my first opening, if you will, was a Jungian dream workshop mm -hmm. at the Jewish Community Center in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And that was <clears throat> exploring dreams in, 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 in a Jungian sort of way. Um, yeah. And, and Jung, Jung was very much a mystic. Um, was the very beginning of that. And then I started doing some exploration of yoga and meditation and doing self-help um, uh, programs uh, to begin to explore that other reality. Yeah. As, as, uh, uh, and, um, uh, and really since then, I've been on that path of um, waking up. Yeah. But the waking up process was slow in a way. I mean, if I look back on it, it was quite <laughs> slow. Um, and it really wasn't until I had the, the, this experience of illumination that I mentioned <clears throat> that my, that, that the bubble burst, uh, and yeah. that I really, you know, opened up. But in the meantime, uh, you know, I was, um, doing the best I could to, uh, survive and thrive in a three dimensional world, um, yeah. with all of the, <clears throat> With all of the trappings that go with that three-dimensional world, <laughs> the the little awakenings because you are you are correct. It takes because we've been programmed from since even within the womb. Within the, the womb, that's correct. <laughs> and so uh, it takes us <laughs> some time to begin to allow the awakening to manifest in its fullness to the point where it's able to usher us seriously into that journey. So tell right. me about some into of those state, things. That state of grace that, yeah, yeah yes. exactly. Yes. Tell me about some of those things that you started to notice <clears throat> on your first um, entrance into it were, were yes. some of those things that you began to notice and how did you begin to interpret it as you are beginning to slowly uh, um, your eye beginning to open up, your understanding. Mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. say the eye of the understanding <clears throat> is opening up. How, what were some of those things that you started to notice? Right. Um, well, like I said, I, I, I really um, I started with with meditation in in, mm -hmm. in yoga, and and that really meditation, in my opinion, yeah. is the yeah. shortest path to enlightenment. I agree. Uh, it's the shortest path to to illumination. Uh, all traditions um, 
have some sort of meditative process or yeah. tradition that is built around um, their teachers' teachings. Yes. Uh, all of our master teachers talk about meditation or going within the kingdom of heaven, you know, Buddha, Muhammad, Jesus, Lao Tzu, all of our master teachers taught yeah. the same thing about going within. So the meditation process um, began for me with uh, uh, a, a, an ash, a, a downtown ashram in San Francisco where we would go, go up to the third floor and do our yoga class and our meditation. And there were the ancient books from uh, Hindi, uh, India and, and the Hindu religion. The Vedas. And I would, yeah. I would look into that, you know, uh, yeah. I, I get there early and start peeking into that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah interesting. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> so it was, it was something totally different from yeah. uh, that, um, you know, the Christian um, a tradition that I grew yeah. up in. And I, I, that was really, uh, like I said, that that was the beginning, and, and I began to see that there was a whole different world out there, and that by going within, I could find more who I who I am. Yeah. I could more yeah. find my myself. Um, yeah. And um, so it was um, a, a gradual process. There was a program called um, the um, uh, Earhart. Uh, seminar training uh, program that a lot of people in in the United States were uh, involved with. Uh, it was a it was just a training program, a couple of weekends. Um, yeah. But it it really gave people a whole different perspective on um, how the world worked, how the brain worked, um, how to be effective in the world, um, mm-hmm. how to see things from a different perspective. Um, so it's been, then I started doing Zen meditation, uh, which is a different yeah. kind of meditation than, than yeah. yoga meditation. Um, started going to the Zen center, which is over the hill from where I lived. Um, <laughs> and, and those folks were really interesting. Um, um, Zen is a, is a different, you know, um, way of looking at meditation and doing meditation. Um, so it's really been a gradual progression, a gradual growing, a gradual opening up, um, and um, um, an exploration. But it really wasn't until um, I ended up in, in San Diego that things changed dramatically, and that, like I said, I had that I had soul contact. Um, um, my I, I, I affectionately called my higher consciousness high C. And this is an yeah. ongoing relationship. It's a daily conversation. Yes. That still small voice that is spoken yes. of. Um, it's a it's a it's a daily conversation. Um, I, I have a, a a process that I call best possible outcomes. And best possible mm-hmm. outcomes is a process where I ask for the best possible outcome related to something. Yeah. In the case of our conversation this interview, the best possible outcome for this interview, um, pause and then thank spirit Mm -hmm. that I'm turning the best possible outcome over to, um, for, uh, uh, um, 
the best possible outcome. And then I thank yeah. spirit for its involvement in my life. So that yes. simple process of turning over the outcome to my higher self that knows yeah. much better than I know in my human brain, um, yeah. what's best for me in terms of my growth and evolution um, is where I t is where I turn to for yeah. inspiration, but also for, I mean, it, it sort of clears the path for me, if you will. It goes out yeah. and makes the crooked places straight. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it's amazing when you, when you sort of turn your, your um, human life over to your con higher consciousness and, and to that um, spirit part of yourself that things begin to happen, which are um, amazing. Um, yeah. And it's just a, a daily unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. It, it is in the Christian faith, they call it the walk of faith. In yes. other sects, they talk about um, having the, you know, that conversation, the asking, uh, the releasing. And because you, you're coming and you, you're actually turning it over to uh, getting it out of you. You're asking, having that conversation. This is my request. This is what I'm, you know, and I'm releasing it to you to bring yes. that manifestation to pass. And as we, uh, for lack of a better word, you walk by faith, you're turning over this, your, your, your uh, assignment, your, your request over, uh, you are releasing right. it, and the manifestation takes place. And people don't right, and understand first... it's yeah. that simple. It, it, yeah. it really is. And yeah, it is. Complicated oh, I know it is. With, and and the, um, faith, the faith is at first, willingness yes. to do it but yes then become, comes the proof yes you know it's not just being um uh you know faithful that something will happen it, it, yeah. things begin to happen in yeah. in ways that are um that 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 uh reinforce that mm -hmm. this is the path to follow yeah this is the direction to go in this is yeah. what will manifest Attra be attract attract to yeah. you um, the people circumstances conditions things that you need as you need them yes. uh, in order to, to live a um, a quality life yeah I, I absolutely agree I'll give an example Blair of something that happened to me personally I uh, I usually take this is years ago. I usually take like certain topics and I'll study it within the Bible because I grew up in the, in the church and I took the yes. topic of faith and I was studying that for about almost a year or so. And one day I, I on my way to work, I forgot my wallet and um, went to work coming back, uh, heading home. Uh, I looked up and realized that my, my, I had no gas and, and, uh, I'm what walk with me for a second. So I'm sure. pulling up to this gas station. I lift my, my head up and look after looking at my, my gauge, I see the gas station. And I, I said, I need help in my car getting to there because it started moving slow. All of a sudden Blair, it picks up a little 
I make my right into the gas station. As I'm doing that, I'm watching this other man coming from the other side of the gas station, coming in with his car, um, smoke coming out of his car. Uh, the engine is overheated for some reason. I pulled in, he pulled in. He stopped, I stopped, and I'm looking at him. I stepped out of my car uh, to grab my phone, and I heard the man talking about how he he needs a ride to get to work. And um, because he was, not to work, to this appointment, uh, an interview. Yes. And I'm standing there after studying this topic of fate for one year. I'm looking at him, and I knew what, what was supposed to happen. But do you know what I did? I, I was afraid of going to him and saying to him, hey, I will take you. I need gas. If you can give me some gas, I will take you to that. I will wait for you so that yes. you can come back and stuff like that. Because, you know, I could have right. gained a good friend. This was my opportunity to yes. learn the simplicity of faith and I allow fear to rob me of that moment. And so um, it's a simple thing. People yes. complicate it. We, we complicate it with fear, unbelief, and all of those things. And it unhooks us from the benefits that we would receive as we just release it and trust, as right. you say, um, yeah. and walk by faith. And that was my lesson, and I failed it. But I recognize what happened. And yes. um, it was a momentous teaching for me. Yeah, great I teacher moment. Yeah, did, absolutely. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's simple, man. People, yeah. that was, I saw it. It was my opportunity to get what I'd call, you know, I studied the lab for one year. Uh, we were in the lab, but here it was my opportunity for the practical stuff now yes. to be put in place. And I failed. Right. Um and so, yeah, it's, it's, that's why I want anyone that is listening to us, it's that simple. Trust, listen to us, it's that simple. You just yeah. have to learn how to release it. And yeah. once you release it, don't look to try to pick it back up because that's when you, you come out of your state of fate and you can miss it because begin to, your energy shifts from one of expectation to one of worry and concern and you'll miss it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, um, it, to my way of thinking, uh, you know, law of attraction is about vibration. Yes. Yep. And higher vibration attracts higher states of awareness yep. and attracts higher quality of life. Lower vibration yeah. attracts lower vibrational experiences. Exactly. So talk to us, um, there about this awakening. When you had that visitation, you know, you talked about the ego, um, you had the big ego and so forth. When you began that painful time yes. and um, you went back to, to something familiar, uh, meaning the meditation piece. When you got there and you began to um, appropriate also the writing and the journals, what began to happen to you as an individual with this combination um, being 
uh, practice, if you will, on a daily basis? What changes began to happen within the kingdom that is within you? Right. Um, well, first, there was a lot of fear for me about losing my job and my income yeah. and my status and all of that. So, um, the, the fear began to subside. Mm -hmm. The concern began to subside. I realized I'm going to be okay. I've got yeah. resources. I've got capabilities. My son invited me to come back to the San Francisco area from San Diego to help him work on his house. And I'd done a lot of remodeling. So that gave mm -hmm. me an opportunity to return to the Bay Area where I had been for about 20 years after going back to North Carolina, back to California. Um, and it was a uh, opportunity to um, do something for him, help yeah. him with his new house. Um, so that was, uh, that, that got me back to the Bay Area, which I love. Yeah. Uh, it got me closer to my son, who I love, and his family, um, yeah. and gave me something to do for a while as I began to write more and more and realizing that, as I said, I had some ideas, thoughts uh, that I wanted to share. And so I began to mm -hmm. assemble that into books. Yeah. Um, and learn all that you need to learn if you're going to be a self-published author with Amazon Books. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the learning curve is steep, mm -hmm. um, but it's really fun, at least I found yeah. it fun, to explore all of that um, and to continue to do some business consulting on the side uh, to generate some additional income. But basically, I became semi-retired. Um, mm -hmm. found a fabulous house, uh, about 20 miles from where my son lives. Um, just one of those, I mean, think, you know, you think happenstance, no, it's not happenstance. Yeah. It's, it's meant to be, we'd look for a yes. house to buy. We'd look for a house to buy. We couldn't buy a house. We made offers. People came in with cash and uh, for six months, almost a year, we, we weren't able to, and then we stumbled across this house that was kind of a in a way, um, well, it was in rundown because the fella had um, uh, ultimately died here and ha hadn't been able to take it. Turned out it was on a nice little um, hill, uh, yeah. nice view, uh, great bones. I could see mm -hmm. that when I walked into the house um, uh, right off because of my experience in doing remodeling. The yeah. real estate agent said, you must be crazy. You don't <laughs> want to buy this house. I said, yes, I do. So we made an offer. It turned out he was sitting right next to the real estate agent when we made the offer, um, uh, who turned out to be a friend. And our offer was accepted as a result of that relationship instead of the other offer that had come in for that for the house. Yeah. Um, wow. And the next thing you knew, no, we had a house. I had a project to work on. Um, and it's turned out to be, you know, a, a really a beautiful sanctuary. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's those sorts of things which by just getting into the flow of spirit yeah. um, that, that be, you know, begin to happen, um, that mm -hmm. things uh, that you don't expect, things that um, are better than you expect, um, yeah, yeah. things that uh, are, are in a way eye-opening. And so it's been an eye-opening process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as you as you said, eye-opening. Talk to me about some of those discoveries that you started to um, uh, notice, witness within yourself that you needed to to deal with. Because um, uh, you mentioned that uh, the fearfulness began to subside when you began to. I told people sometimes you need to put aside the emotion and allow the logic to walk you through processes. And before you know it, you'll see yourself going, why am I acting this way? What were some of those discoveries that you were beginning to unearth um, the programmings that yes. were, you noticed that you needed to, to make some modifications, if you will, so right. as you began to learn and grow uh, about who you are um when you know you use the right term uh and that is process mm -hmm. um it it, 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 <clears throat> it is an unfolding process yeah you know if if you're so wedded to one way of being and acting and doing and exposed to another way of acting, being, doing, and growing and yeah. evolving. Um, th there's lots of tugs and pulls. There were, there were lots of times that I sort of felt like I, I was between two worlds. Yeah. I would get pulled back into being concerned, being worried, being, um, you know, up upset about my circumstance. And then I would release... In, into trust yeah. um, and it was really that soul contact that was the key mm -hmm. coming to to realize that there's a that, that, that there's a as an eternal being yeah I came to planet earth to learn and to grow and I had to agree to forget who I was as an eternal being in order to incarnate as a human being. So yeah. it, a lot of it was just unwinding all that human beingness that wants to um, worry about the future and cogitate on the past and uh, and transcend the mind's desire to be in charge instead mm -hmm. of letting spirit be in charge. Yeah. Um, Cause the mind for a long, my mind, my, my mind just didn't want to give up uh, yeah. for a, a long time, you know, wanted yeah, to yeah. stay in charge. It was, it was worried, you know, that I, I was going off the rails someplace and, and that, <laughs> that I was headed in the wrong direction and this was not yeah. good for me and not good for us. And, um, mm -hmm. uh, so 
But the, the meditation process that I ultimately developed called higher consciousness meditation really enabled me to put all that mind stuff aside yeah. um, and, and go straight to illumination. A lot of meditation practices revolve around training the mind to be quiet. Yeah. Well, the mind doesn't want to be quiet. It wants to be in charge. <laughs> it, wants to be it wants to chat. You know, it, it yeah. doesn't like the silence. Um, so that was, uh, you know, there was a lot of tugging and pulling there. Um, but as a result of developing the higher consciousness meditation process, it takes you beyond all the mind chatter. It take you don't have to train that um, that wild horse. Uh, yeah. What you need to do is just turn the unfolding over to a higher power or to yeah. higher consciousness. And gradually that mind stuff just begins to fade away. And all those yeah, concerns yeah. just begin to fade away. It's all, well, it's like bringing light to darkness. The darkness just yes. recedes and the light uh, shines and you find out that that's what you can trust is mm -hmm. the light within you. Um, uh, so trust, you know, is a, is a big issue. Uh, trusting yeah. yourself, your higher self, trusting in your soul's having your best interest at heart yeah. and really wanting to be your partner in life so as to um, you know move forward into that which you were intended if you wake up uh, yeah. uh, to be. And so I think all of us have that uh, available to us. Yes. And everybody has their own path. Um, yeah. um, some of my books and processes and tools really are a path, but any path that works for you is the one that you want to follow um, mm -hmm. and to explore um, and to realize that every path has a, mm, has a mystic element to it. Yes. That's your opportunity. Yes. To transcend. Yes. I, I agree. I, I think, I think, um, uh, Blair, I look at it this way. I think that the principles, uh, when you study the Vedas and, and the I Ching and all the other older manuscripts before the Bible and all the other things, um, uh, you find that the principles are all the same. They transcend religion. Yes. Yeah. And I believe that all the billions of people on the, on this planet, are going to look at this masterpiece, this this piece right there, go through it and try things on and come out on the other side with a beautiful new interpretation of those principles that are meaningful to them that adds to the whole picture. And so I think each one of us is coming out with more information or, or that can help. And we have this 
this thread, that's why I call it threads of enlightenment. We just have this fabric being weaved as everyone passed through the um, the washing, I guess, if you will, uh, yes. that journey with all of the information that we personalize, how we fit it to our being and come right. out with that information. And we were able to produce additional tools like books, podcasts, all yeah. these other things. I think and you talk about that it rich. It's being, being creators. I mean, that's really yeah. what we're I think it's saying. that rich. And that's why I love yeah. I love it that when people are uh, see the value of their journey, because I think it's 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 rich, it's beautiful stuff because they're yes. going to bring something that I need to learn as a result. Yeah, and I think we all bring, uh, you know, talents, yeah. uh, abilities. Um, um, I mean, I believe in reincarnation. I, I think we bring forward that which we have woven yeah. previously, bring mm -hmm. it forward um, and uh, have yet another opportunity to be yeah. here, another opportunity to wake up, another opportunity to birth our talents or to show forth our talents and to be creators. Yep. Um, and that that is, that's the opportunity of every lifetime. Yeah. Is to, is, is, is to wake up. But if you don't take that opportunity and you might as well take it this lifetime rather than yeah. another lifetime in the future, um, yeah. Um, soul contact is, you know, I think a a a, a journey of an etern of, a, of eternal being of an eternal being to wake up in three dimensional consciousness is not that usual, mm -hmm. but it's more and more available because yes. the information is available. It's not in mystery schools anymore. Um, it's 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 all around, but but it's you know the spark, yeah. wanting. Yes. Or a state of grace that yes. helps you birth that. Yeah. I, I think we uh, before we, we embark on that conversation, we had talked about the state of the world. And um, I look at our lives as a microcosm of the world, because in my life personally, that when it got a little dark in my life, uh, learn. I, and I always tell people, it's in the darkness that we began to see the creator, the kingdom within us. Yes. Um, because when we are on, um, when we are on automatic, we don't, we don't need that kingdom. But as it gets a little darker and we are looking at the world on the outside of the world, I think it's an opportunity because in my life, it was when I was, when it was dark there. I began yes. to see the greatness within me and I'm hoping and from our conversation that that's an opportunity that um, the collective, uh, those that were, you know, would get a chance to wake up as we were talking about, it's going to take several um, generations. And I think is as one revelation upon the other to get us out of this um, path that we're on because of the um, what's happening to the collective. And it's my hope, I'm just hoping that as a global uh, citizen, that we begin 
uh, others began to to wake up, if you will, and see the greatness within them. Yeah. Well, we have to. I mean, the path that we're on is a path toward darkness. Yeah. It's a path toward, um, I don't, you know, I don't want to say destruction because I don't um, see it as destruction as much as I see it. it, um, The next 50 years are going to be difficult times. Yeah. I mean, global warming alone and all of the implications of global warming. Um, um, And I think we're on a irreversible path in in a um, difficult toward toward difficulty. If we don't begin to wake up and see that Mm -hmm. if all of us don't do well, if all of us don't survive and thrive, none of us are going to survive and thrive. That yeah. if we don't put us begin to put aside, if we don't begin to wake up, we don't put aside our, uh, you know, human desires for, you know, everything from uh, extreme comfort to domination of others on a yeah. personal as well as on a national uh, uh, and international uh, scale. If we continue on the path that we're on, it's going to be really, really difficult. So the yeah. al- alternative is to is that a, 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 a more rapid awakening process begins, yeah. and that the light begins to dawn on us as civilization, as a species, to begin to migrate over into into five dimensional reality in while we're still in three dimensional uh, time and space. Um, that it's going to be very, very hard uh, on my kids and my grandchildren. And if reincarnation is as I think it is, I'm going to be back yeah. and I'm going to be born into a, a difficult situation of our making. Let's not yeah. do that, you know? Yeah. You were talking about, as I mentioned before, the, um, uh, and I had this conversation with, with someone, you know, I said, it's this divisiveness keeps us apart um, the creative part of us to shine and uh, because we are not allowing that creative part to shine to deal with the issues that are surrounding us global warming is one of them Uh, uh, we're talking about uh, poverty and and all of the other issues that are there within the human condition i believe if we learn to put that aside and allow the creative aspect of us it it was the creative aspects of us that took us to the moon it was a creative aspect of us that designed all of these technical things and all the change as we progress my hope uh, blair is that we allow it um the spiritual awakening has to happen um in order for what we are talking about that world and that awakening and my prayer and my hope is that it happens at a mass scale um, at an increased pace to, to change the trajectory of where we're heading. But like you said, there's a purpose for that as well. And yep. the things, um, there is a purpose for you moving back to be with your son, which gives you the access to this house, which created the space that you're in, which gives yes. you the opportunity to do all those <laughs> things. So it may not look like it, but it is a ripple um of one's decisions 
that produces right. the outcome that is desired. So talk to That's us, right. Blair, about as you finish your first book, you got six of them now. Yes. Um, how did, I know how the first one came about and, you know, you were uh, in your process of um, uh, healing and going through a journey from the loss and the pain from work and you began to uh, empty yourself. As you were looking at the second and the third and stuff, talk to me also about your state of mind. Yeah. Where and uh, when you recognize yourself now, what do you see and where are you? Um, what is your intentional progression of your, your life that you're trying to push forward? Yes. Um, well, the, the, the really the, the, the first book was, was, was two books. One was on the subject of meditation, which is called the meditation book. <clears throat> but the other book yeah. was a, uh, a dive into the benefits of meditation. So that one's called the, uh, the, mm -hmm. the benefits, um, the, the amazing benefits of meditation and the scientific oh, research yeah. that supports the ideas yes. that meditation is valuable in all areas of our lives. Um, mindfulness yeah. is a different, slightly different practice from sit down meditation, which I do in the morning and in the evening. Um, I, there are, I also have throughout the day, mindfulness practices that I yeah. do. Um, and one of the <clears throat> things that I say to myself most often is peace be still. And what I'm yeah. really saying to myself is peacefulness be just settle into just now the moment being and stillness. So I'm really um, reminding yeah. myself of who I am and to be conscious uh, and to sort of rise up into that higher consciousness part of myself. Um, and then I, I did the, the, uh, uh, the uh, manifestation book. The manifestation book is what it's called. Really as part of this whole thing of um, what, what is the spiritual nature of manifestation what is the hmm. not you know how do you try and imagine a bmw appearing in your um driveway overnight or use picture yeah. boards to try and you know create something but how how do you join with spirit in order to create that which you need and want for your growth and evolution yeah um I wrote a book of poetry. Um, just, I just started as I've been writing for the last five or six years, every once in a while, I have this urge to, to write some poetry. So I wrote a book on spiritual, uh, poetry, yeah. uh, uh, homage to spirit. Um, so all of that work really came out of that initial burst of creativity and the journaling that I do constantly. I'm, I'm up to about 800,000 words now in my journal. Um, so I've got plenty of material. Um, my next book is on health and wellness, <laughs> and that'll come out uh, during this yeah. next year. And then the book after that is probably going to be a book on healing. Um, so I've got <clears throat> yeah. other works uh, in the wings. 
Um, and, and, and so I just, this is just a, a, an ongoing unfolding process of writing, um, of, of having internal dialogue, internal realizations, um, um, and material that, that I can use for, um, um, the, the books and so forth that I put out. Anyone that has been, and everyone that has been listening to our conversation, uh, Blair, is, his books is, uh, as he was talking about it, I see the path or the progression by which one um, uh, embark on the conversation with yourself and how you um, end up to the manifestation phase of it. There's a process, guys. You have to learn how to do your meditation. You have to learn how to be mindful. And it's a totally different state that you're there when you have to learn how to be present with your thoughts. You have to learn how to engage in it. You have to learn how to talk to yourself and navigate. And then the manifestation piece uh, also, it's a progression by which we walk. And so get all of his books, I mean, buy every single one of them because he's walking <laughs> you through and where you need to be as an individual in a relationship with yourself, how to um, walk, meditate, talk, control your thoughts, um, usher your words. And I'm sure he will teach you all of those because those are pivotal piece within the conversation of self is what you say to yourself and what you release. And so... Uh, buy his books, make sure that you are getting into his, the podcast, the blogs, get everything that you can get your hands on from this man, because I, uh, from our conversation, you can see the wisdom that resides within him um, while he's here on this journey. Uh, there, thank you so much for coming to Threads of Enlightenment. Well, thank you very much. And um... I'd like to give people a, a, a free copy of my mindfulness book. Um, um, I, I can give you the, the the link to that, or you just put it in the show notes. But um, be happy to share the mindfulness book with people as a way to start on your journey in relationship to meditation Excellent. and to ex personal exploration. Um, now, would you like for me to give you that link, Thank you. or I'll, you just I'm... put it in the Put in the show notes yeah just uh send me the link and i okay. will make sure but usually i will make sure that they have everything about you as far as yes how to contact you the links and okay. all those things and uh, so that you can have it and they can have access to you as well very good well this has been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for the opportunity Excellent. and uh uh i love it thank I'll you stay. so much i totally enjoy <laughs> this and this was um, I learned much as well. Thank you so much.